what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Skywriters Podcast episode. I'm your host, 65 Lokes. I'm here joined with Ryan, my guest, all the way in Hawaii. Um, on Instagram, he goes by uh, Scale Model Cars. And this is episode number 207. So, Ryan, welcome to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Hello. Man, um, I, I saw you like not too long ago in um, Vin- oh, right. Ventura. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then I also got to see you out in uh, Northern California in the beginning of the year. Yeah, and in L. West. Dang, that's crazy. So now, now that um, you know, I, I almost feel like like you're almost like a California resident in a way. <laughs> you know, you're out in Hawaii, but you're out here too in California. Uh, how's that been? The the traveling of back and forth. Oh, the traveling is getting rough, man. Riding on the plane all the time, going through TSA. That's why I left the uh, the models up there in Cali. I didn't want to do too much uh, transporting, right? Too yeah. Uh, dang. dang, yeah, because you know, I it's been a while since I've traveled since I've flown. I would say before like the the pandemic, and yeah. even at that time, whenever I would fly, it always felt like a hassle, right? Getting through everything, like you said, the TSA, and then once like. The whole like post pandemic thing happened. I almost felt like there was all these rules and things that I kind of avoided, like trying to go anywhere, you know. And yeah. and now I have an upcoming trip coming up, and I'm a little like, like I'm yeah. mentally preparing myself. All right, I got to be like just patient and just go along with the flow of how it's gonna be, you know. Yeah. You taking any models with you? You know, I I'm thinking about just taking the the GTR that Hakuzaku the liberty walk um yeah. because of the wing the wing's so small in the back uh this way i'm not worried that you know if, if something falls off it'll probably be like a side view mirror or something but nothing too serious you know i'm gonna definitely wrap it up and put it in a little box and then ha- carry it with me like a carry-on yeah. um, but uh, I'll, I'll do my best to, to try to protect it you know I was real worried about traveling with the Porsche because of the wing, right? The blue Porsche. Yeah. That one's are uh, real delicate. And uh, when you put your bag on top of the TSA scanner and it goes through, you're like, oh, man, I hope nothing happens to it inside mm-hmm. the machine. <laughs> yeah. Imagine <laughs> the box is just it's just rolling in there. It gets stuck. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Right? They're like, oops. <laughs> yeah. What one one time when when I was going to Japan, I had a, a model car uh, that had chrome plated parts, and at the yeah. same time, it had a little battery set with wires and and the little lights inside, and and everything was um, just kind of you know just like soldered and wired in there, like placed in there. So when when I went through the TSA right away, they like stopped the machine and they were like, you know, we we need you to open up your bag. And I was yeah. already like, oh, dang, you know, for sure it's going to be the model because it has a battery pack in it. There's wires coming out of it. It probably looks crazy. Yeah, it looks so, like a box. Yeah. Like so, so right away I took it out and I and I showed them and I was like, oh, you know, it, it's it's this model car because it has like lights in it. Uh-huh. And and when they saw the model car, it, it like it's almost like they didn't even care about the lights. They were more like, oh, wow, I've never seen anything like that. You it know, does. They were looking at the paint and everything, and and it had some flakes, so it was shining. And then they were just like, "All right, all right, you can go, you can go." <laughs> so I was like, "Cool." I thought I was gonna have to bring everything out and take it apart to show them. 
um, you know, what it was, but it, it was kind of cool. You like just got through it like real quick. Yeah. Probably got a couple of customers from that. Yeah, right. You never know. Um, how, how'd you do it with the one with the wing? How'd you uh, transport that as far oh. as protecting it? I just put it in the, the plastic cases. I had like styrofoam, bubble wrap, all kind of like cushion. So it doesn't move around at all on the top of it, on the side of it, underneath it. Yeah. Just took Damn. it on the carry-on. And now that's like my my traveling case, my little box. Or you see me with the box and I bust out mm -hmm. these models. Styrofoam flies all over. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. That's crazy. Yeah, because, um, you know, a part of my trip, I'll be out in um, in Spain and yeah. um, out there. Uh, that there's a, a model car club called 124 Eternals. And uh -huh. they, they do a yeah. lot of uh, JDM stuff. And one of the members, um, he also produces parts. He goes by uh, White Chocolate 124. Like it, nice stuff. Yeah, dude. I've been I've been picking up some of his stuff. And I mean, I'm super happy. I saw you picked up some of his stuff, too. Yeah, I love his stuff. It's so nice, clean parts. Mm -hmm. he, uh, it fits onto the models. Great, too. White Chocolate. Yeah. And buy those kits, right? You can buy the kits. Yeah, yeah. I was telling him, um, because I bought a couple of his kits and I was telling him, dude, I, I, I love those little boxes that he puts them in. Yeah. And and there's some that like when I'm using the parts, then whatever I you know, it's like you recycle them. Whatever model next project, you start putting like little parts in there. Yeah. To go together yeah. and, and they're so small and slim, you could fit a bunch of things in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I like that uh, the Honda, the EF9 kit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, him. I got the model from you, actually. Yeah, and dude, it, I love that model. I know. I got to put that together. I'm not sure if I might make it a lowrider or straight JDM car. I, I don't know. Yeah, that. yeah. That that's one that I have like work in progress. Like I started it and I got it up to the paint with the decals. I just got to clear it. Um, but I just kind of what's holding me back is the engine. I saw someone else do the that car, but and they went all out on the engine, and it blew yeah. my mind. I'm like, dang, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get it ever to that level. But I need to <laughs> I need to figure out what I'm gonna be able to do uh, <laughs> with it. But um, I'm I'm most likely gonna see him too out there. Um, oh, so we're yeah. we're trying to plan something out where we're gonna hang out um, on one of the days and. Um, they're gonna because they do a lot of diorama displays and, and yeah. they do a lot of photo shoots. So I, that's kind of one of the things I want to see that they want to show me. So, um, you know, I was like looking at my car, thinking like, man, I do want to, I do want to take a car so I could photograph it there. You know, yeah, that would be and, cool. Yeah, and most likely it's gonna be that that GTR. So, and they take nice pictures too. They got it looking yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it looks very uh, very realistic with the backdrops and. And everything you know that's is crazy yeah it's 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 really nice but yeah, um, but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm always looking forward to like the new products that uh like white chocolate puts out and then a lot of the the other guys the members how they produce a lot of their cars too um the the output that they do it's it's really nice yeah um, and um you know as far as uh like hawaii um have you the were you like, have you lived there like forever or, or what's your story? Yeah. I was, uh, I was born and raised here. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, and so us to get stuff, like there's only 
three hobby shops on the island. And they were pretty much limited. There's hardly any um, aftermarket stuff. You know, it's pretty much just kits. And if we're lucky, some Japanese kits. But a lot of the mainstream stuff only. And it's expensive out here. That's why when I go there, I stock up. Come back home, I got to buy another suitcase. <laughs> I got so much things to bring back. It's crazy. Man, that's crazy. And is it just expensive because, you know, everything pretty much has to be imported into the island, right? Exactly. That's what it is. Even like the um, Aoshima wheel sets, they cost like double here in the stores. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a trip, man. Um, yeah, because, I mean, I, I, I've had a couple friends who lived in, in uh, Hawaii for a while, and they've told me, you know, yeah. the cost of living is a little more out here. It's not... Yeah, you know, there's, thing, there's certain things that cost more than what they cost over here in California. A lot of things. A lot like, of dang, I never, I never thought about that. But then, you know, once you start thinking, well, things have to be transported and all that out there. It, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's crazy how that goes up. Especially and, like planes and stuff. I know they have, they probably have to come by boat because I don't think they can load it on the airplanes. Oh, that yeah. the aerosol, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, unless unless it, it gets shipped like like priority, and they don't say like what's uh, in it, and it doesn't get scanned, and they just sh ship it yeah. out. Um, I I don't think it's that crazy, but but yeah, if there's like certain maybe a, a certain amount of weight, and they knowing like, yeah, hey, this is paint, that's gonna take some time to get there, you know? Because uh, I I know like whenever I've gotten uh in the past, like packages from like Coast Airbrush, mm -hmm. uh, everything's bottled and taped and bagged. And then they, when they put it in the box, it has to be standing up and they put all those stickers around it uh, mm -hmm. with the arrows. And and then also the, uh, like just letting you know that like this is flammable, you know? Yeah. And, and I know like, I mean, obviously since I'm here in California, it's gonna be getting here like in a day or two ground shipping. But I mm -hmm. can only imagine if they had a ship that, you know, um, anywhere further, like a while, it would probably take a lot longer. It would take longer. To uh, to get there. And, yeah. you know, growing up in Hawaii, um, did you see a lot of, like, different cars? Like, how was the car culture for you as a kid growing up, seeing all that up to, like, you know, a teenager and so forth? Car culture um, is is huge down here. Um, there's a lot of cars that are like hidden, you know, and they kind of only come out on like cruise nights or um, cars and coffee kind of stuff events. Because, um, you know, I, I've loved cars my whole life, from, all, all the way from like Hot Wheels all the way up to building these model cars. Uh, I got started building these things uh, just to keep me busy. My parents gave me something to do, like, here, <laughs> finish that. And then, you yeah. know, it just, stuck with me all through my whole life now man that's pretty dope and and as far as like when when the model cars like came into the picture were they the ones who like bought you the, the, the like your first model kit or did you just <laughs> kind of see it at the store they bought the first model kit and it it would just like snowball right like every time i go to the store i gotta get a model or i gotta get a hot wheel i gotta get something right a little, a little car to keep me yeah. busy but the model would would do it um, yeah. Keep longer, definitely. 
And that's crazy. And throughout that time of like, you know, building when you were young as a kid, like, did you ever kind of like step away for a long period of time from not building, but still wanting to come back and do it? Yeah, yeah. Um, It's more like, you know, when you are a teenager, you're busy with your friends and you do all these other things. And then it was kind of like after um, high school and stuff, when things started to settle down, I got a job, you know, career. And then I just got back into it. And then I found this whole like community here in Hawaii that um, the guys build models out here. I was like, wow, I'm fascinated. And I just stuck with it. And this is about maybe 25 years ago already. Man, that's, that's cool. It's a long time, but I mean, look how much time has passed and it's still here. Like it's, yeah. still, it's still going on and, and even more like it, it's like just progressing. Um, I, I feel like model skill modeling has already hit like I don't want to say a, not even a peak. It, it's hit like a stage where now it's climbing a higher mountain like it's, it's going to be climbing a whole nother thing that we don't even know when the peak is going to be because like, you know, the whole thing with 3D printing and then everyone having this connectivity online, social media, and, you know, we could all live very far away, but we could still find a way to communicate and share ideas. Yeah. Yeah. The internet is such a fascinating tool for this uh, hobby, right? You see the creativity of so much people. It's amazing. Yeah. It, and, um, you know, with, with the modeling, when you were building as a kid, were you, did you have other friends that did it or was it just you by yourself? You by myself, you know, because this is like, I was probably like 10 years old or something, maybe a little younger, in fact. And then you just start making models. And next thing you, you stepping up from the snap-on kit, you start gluing some together and, you know, it just progresses from there. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. And as far as like like painting, you know, uh, what, at first was it all just rattle can or or yeah. did you start off with the airbrush? Nah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rattle can, you know, yeah, I still yeah. can because it's so easy, right? But oh yeah, um, yeah, it starts with the the rattle can definitely, and then the mm-hmm. airbrush. The airbrush didn't start until like I was an adult where I could afford my own airbrush, you know, mm-hmm. and then get the paints and figure out how to mix it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. An airbrush always feels uh, very intimidating, but at the same time, expensive. Like when you think of it before you even have one, you know, and, and I still remember just uh, using rattle can being like, all right, cool. The cans only like three to five dollars for the smaller cans. And if I want to get a bigger one, like a Krylon or something at the time, you know, it's only going to be maybe five to seven bucks, not bad. And, you know, it, it's like, it's all trial and error. Every time you spray, you could either overspray or underspray. Yeah. And, and yeah. but, but it's fun, you know, it's just like you're earning your stripes, like as yeah. you're going along yeah. with it. And yeah. I, I know for me, when I would like meet someone and they'd be like, oh, I, you know, how'd you paint that? Oh, I airbrushed it. I'd be like, damn, you know how to airbrush? Exactly. <laughs> to me, I mean, I looked at that as like, dude, that's like, you're an artist. Like, that's a that's an artistry. I don't I don't know how to, you know. I'm I'm. I feel like every time I turn on the compressor, it's gonna blow up on me. Like, <laughs> to me, when I would see a, a tank of a compressor, 
um yeah. it would freak me out like when i was a kid i would be like dude i don't know especially when when you're done <laughs> and you have to get the air out yeah and, and they pull that pin and that's like yeah. that would freak me out thinking it was gonna blow up um but you know eventually one of my friends is like you want to try an airbrush here like i have some spoons and i have paint and uh -huh. i felt bad like i didn't want to waste the paint and he's like no, no no don't worry about the paint just just try it and i took my time and, and i was like yo this is pretty cool it's not it's not that crazy as what i thought it was gonna be yeah you're lucky that's why i always ask the, the questions to the other builders about their airbrushing what they use that kind of stuff because it's you know it's a um trial and error process right so if it, you can eliminate some of the errors it you know save you so much money too right no yeah it it is a trip because you know you do ask every modeler the same question you know what's yeah. your what, what psi what kind of airbrush you use what kind of compressor and yeah. the answers are always going to be different but then you start to kind of dial in like wait a minute there, there's like a middle ground in, yeah. uh, in all these answers you know and i remember shooting at like uh like too too fast like 25 30 psi because i read it in a magazine or i read it here like in the tech sheets and then later other people were like that's too much i only do like 18 or i do 15 no no not 15 uh 20 psi yeah 15 and 20. so yeah. then i started going like small you know in those numbers and then i started to see my the results i started feeling comfortable like all right cool it's not so bad because before when i would airbrush it too fast before the paint was hitting the, the body, it was already drying. Right. And then when it would hit, it would be all like little pebbles and just really rough. And then you do the off and on like a can, right? You do the off and on. Yeah. <laughs> you just spray it yet, right? Yeah, I was like tiger striping it. Like, I don't know, you know, you have to experience that, I guess, you know, to, to kind of figure out like, like where you're at. And, you know, with painting, do you find yourself painting now like more indoors or outdoors? What's your setup right now for painting? I definitely do the indoors and I got an indoor spray booth set up. Um, it cuts down on the the elements, I guess, you know, the the wind, the dust, everything. I, I find it more um, efficient um, spraying indoors with the indoor um, um, spray booths. That's cool. Yeah, because you know, like you said, every, if you do it outside or, or somewhere, you, you got all these things like that you're versus now that you're going to yeah. be fighting, right? And and I've had those moments where you like you spray something and then there could be a particle in the air flying by and then it just comes back and it, atta it attacks it. And yeah. you're like, oh, damn, you know? But when you have that booth, it's like, um, I remember it's watching yeah like it's like covered and i remember watching videos and and even friends telling me you know before you uh paint uh get a like a, a spray bottle and like miss the booth with water so you, you kind of like get rid of you know and anything that like dust or anything that's going to lift off in within the booth so then yeah. you, know, you start doing that or whatever you start laying out paper um on there and then um you know you, you start to get those results that you want like from it so you feel like yes i'm in the right track you know <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're we're progressing it's time to and move forward raining so you know that's another element right Ooh, the, you're right you're right 
there if you do it outside man it's not gonna come out right yeah does it rain like a lot out there since it's more of a tropical setting you know this past week it's been raining like every day like right now tonight it's like really windy the rain stopped it's raining really heavy this morning um but it definitely the moisture affects uh our painting out here in Hawaii. i guess just like anywhere else the moisture of there would be the snow right lately that you guys been getting <laughs> yeah well, it, it, it's been weird with that like uh you're right like with the snow thing but but i mean with you guys like you were saying there's like mist and like the moisture and stuff like that right that it it's probably it is best to do it inside to spray when you're done like spraying your model, do you put it in any kind of container just to let it gas out? Or do you just kind of let it just hang out in the booth? I let it hang out in the booth for um, at, at least a day. And then I'll cover it later on inside of a box, like a piece of box over it. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. And as far yeah. as um, like, the, like the timing for you to like, like let's say you're, you're focused on this build and you want to get it done. Um, how long generally does it kind of take you to complete a build? Dep it all depends how detailed I'm going to get into it, right? And sometimes the, the detail process, you get into it as as you're going, you know, like you, you help a lot when you post your new products and stuff, you know, the Zuma stuff, you know, I just picked up a lot of stuff from them. And that helps because I'm, I'm building a, a Toyota right now. So I picked up some stuff. I grabbed the the Volvo um, kit from you too. So I got to find the car yet, but um, that helps a lot too. Um, it, it'll take like a month at least to finish a build, at least a month. Yeah, man, that's cool. That, that That's like pretty fast. As far as like um, your, your workflow with building models, do you like building them during the night or is it are you more of a morning person when it comes to working on your builds definitely at night like after work i gotta build them because usually i'm at work all day during the day yeah uh, or you know, i'll shoot a, a coat on there before i leave for work um and then just leave it and come back home and i can shoot another coat you know it's mm. you know process yeah yeah yeah, it, it's crazy. Like when when you're in that that state of mind of that flow, like wanting to finish this build, you find that balance to to do what you got to do in your responsibilities, but then still find the openings to like add that work onto it. You know? Yeah, you gotta find the time to build it, right? Yeah, dude. Now you do, and it's like even like um, right now, I'm I'm taking my time working on. Um, on the civic right working on the on the brakes and everything for it and trying to get the stance for it um, be before i'd probably go through that quick i'd probably like gut everything on the bottom maybe put a bar or whatever make it so simple right yeah but, but with this one i'm enjoying um you know looking at all the pieces that like from the set of wheels that i got from white chocolate that mm -hmm. i'm learning things i'm seeing like oh wait a minute inside the tires he put you know left and right and then inside in the in the the lugs it says like the rear yeah. and front yeah and in those first sets that i got from him all that info was in there but i wasn't paying attention to that i was yeah. just painting them and wa like watching them painting them and putting them on the model 
And that I'm is- like, wait, wait a minute. Like he did it for a reason. So I have to kind of follow the instruction now. Yeah. But that stuff in detail is amazing. Yeah, dude. And I and I still hit him up and I ask him questions like, hey, well, what, what's up with this? Or, or you know, because I figure, well, man, if, if he's making it, you know, he knows he, he did his homework with this stuff. So I got to make sure I use it properly. Mm-hmm. And, and even, you know, like at night, I'll work a little bit on it. And then I chill. But when I go to sleep and I wake up, I'm thinking about it. I know. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, all right, I want to go back and work on it. I want to go back and work, but I can't. I got to do stuff. Yeah. So then I do what I got to do. And then I spend time with the family. Mm-hmm. Then whenever like I see an opportunity, like let's say my daughter takes a nap, you know, mm-hmm. I go, oh, cool. I got it at least an hour or two. So then I bust everything out. And now my mind's concentrated for just the, the hour or two. Mm-hmm. And more progress kicks in. But the hour goes by quick, right? It does. Yeah, <laughs> it does, dude. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it later. But I'm, but I'm enjoying it, though, so much that I'm not, like, in a rush. And I think it's more because of the learning aspect of it, mm-hmm. um, of just, like, understanding. Because even on the lugs, he gives you the male and female um, adapters. Yeah. And the first set I used of his wheels, I was using the the male adapters. Now I'm using the female adapters, and I'm I'm like just tripping out on that, being like, "Damn, like, like this dude, this dude has some solid products right here." Yeah, he really. So that's for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, and um, yeah. Well, I'm just excited. You know, I had asked him, "What, what are you coming out with in the future?" And he was just like, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna uh." later come out with some more like civic stuff some more honda stuff so i'm like oh dope i can't wait to see that right there and um uh can you show us for the viewers the shirt you're rocking right now so they're rocking model cars magazine awesome awesome yeah you know um the newest issue just dropped and um i haven't seen here we're gonna plug it right here this is um number 218 this is the latest issue right here uh-huh and um shout outs to greg so this this magazine is based also out of hawaii as well greg's here yeah he's the editor in charge oh right, there we go we got a better view right here awesome. for me but i haven't seen the issue yet dang so yeah so this this is out but hold on, i'm gonna open it up because i wanted to bring up the uh, hawaii nnl that <laughs> took place last year um october 16th and if you could see here, down here, we have uh, Ryan's car. It's a bug, Volkswagen, yeah. right there. Congratulations, by the way, on um, on getting that. Not only the feature, but you also got the award, uh, the pick. Can you show us that? I got it. Got it. I knew you were going to ask for it. Hoy uh, NNL, best in show. That bug took home best in show. Man, that's so awesome, man. That's cool right there. Tell us about um the the NNL Hawaii. Um is, is this is this something that's been going on for many years or because I had never heard about it. If if you could like kind of tell us a little a little what history or, or your experience from going to, to that one. Uh it's been going on for a few years now. There was a lag because of COVID. So last year Greg just put it back on and it was a great show, great turnout. Um 
my bug one, which I was caught off guard because uh, Mark Guerrero out here, he usually wins everything out here with his detailed stuff. I, I saw his bug is up there too on there. He had a drag bug in that magazine. And then uh, the Porsche, the blue Porsche, uh, that one took top 10 honors here at the Hawaiian in and out And it won the first place at the Model Fest in Ventura when I saw you a couple weeks ago. And that's dope, man. Yeah, this is cool. You know, right now, as you were talking, I was looking at like the different cars that are just in here. Um, so, so for this event, um is is this uh it's just like a one-day event or is it like a couple days or, or how's this it's a one-day event all day and there's a a huge huge swap meet that um, all kind of guys bring out their stuff and sell and uh we just have a great time with it actually good awards yeah. that's cool and i mean it makes me happy knowing that there is a community out there you know that right. That it's like, you know, even though, you know, it, it's like to get there, we have to fly there, you know, <laughs> but but still just like being there, there's modelers there, you know, you guys you get together at this event, you know, yeah. is, is there any other events that go down out there? Um, this would be the only event in Hawaii, this uh, once a year Hawaii NNL. And Model Cars Magazine usually is the host of it, of course, because Greg's the, the man out here nice man that's so cool yeah you know sh shout outs to greg because um you know th th this magazine is amazing you know the, the the magazine he puts out and um i just i just feel like i like how consistent they keep coming out they keep coming out you know and, and i like that because there's definitely a lot of shows going on around the u.s and, uh, and there's a lot of media coverage but then there's also a lot of features and there's also been some features of artists that we follow on Instagram that are that live outside of the US too. You know, yeah. the UK, Canada, and, and it's just it's super awesome to see that there's a consistent flow and, and you could just tell like the, the team behind, you know, this magazine yeah. is like everyone's putting in the work. So shout outs to you guys for uh, for doing that. Right? Yeah, there's that contribute throughout the country and they go to the different shows and they they help they help out the magazine a lot yeah yeah because it, it's almost um like one of these things you know like you know we were we obviously come from a time when we we grew up around tangible things you know we we like uh holding cds you know playing um vhs tapes down to you know building our models it's, <laughs> what if model building went away and model building became digital model building Ooh. where where you would download a rebel kit and then build it on your computer without even touching it. And then you just, we just show our pictures. This is what I built digitally. You know, like some people might be like, oh, it's cool, you know, but I'll be like, nah, I wanna, I wanna oh. hold that thing, you know? But yeah, um, <laughs> I just thought about that right now. That's so weird. But um, that'd be weird. Imagine, imagine that like you buy a model kit and then it comes with like a, a download code and you download it and all you're downloading is is like it's almost like an mp3 basically but i don't know um but or you print it on your um your 3d printer you just hey, if, download. You could, if you could print it even better you know <laughs> <laughs> that'd be even better but you know the, there's magazines that have been around for a long time 
And, you know, it comes to a point where they reach that 20 year mark, 25 year, 30, and, and they either sell the magazine or, or they, or, or it keeps being sold over and over and over that the quality goes down. They, you know, they, the people that run it get replaced, you get new people and then it's done. And then everybody who was a fan of it is like, oh man, like, bring it back. Man. what happened, you know? And sometimes yeah. it could be because nobody also was supporting it, you know? There was, there could be so many variables, but mm -hmm. for this, this is different. This is more, this is a magazine that's like owned and operated by modelers. Yeah. You know? It's not, because things change. Like if this magazine was sold, let's say a corporation bought it now. And, and, and these people aren't even modelers and they yeah. own like a thousand or, or 500 other magazine brands, yeah. like cooking magazines, you know, like all these different magazines, they, they don't care. And then uh -oh. that's when stuff goes down. But like yeah. for this, this is different. This is more in the nitty gritty. This is more embedded in the community. You because know? the guy that, uh, well, Greg, you know, he, he's mm -hmm. a bit, so he, he knows what's going on. And so yeah. the other guy, help them they build too so they, they're in tune with what's happening out there in the community yeah and that that's what's dope so i don't know you know people who have not gotten this magazine um you could go to their website too uh model car cars mag and you could even get the subscription too direct so um but it's out there um there's been a couple people that are in this magazine going on instagram uh, <laughs> who, who came out who came out on it too Mm -hmm. um i know like on the cover um uh, we got the let me see that bugatti that's from yeah. nys he's based out of new york he's a model builder um that he's constantly um posting and, and building stuff on on you I've know seen it. and then like my other homie dennis matthews is in in one of the uh the uh the coverage for the model i don't know which model show it was but i know he's based out of florida and, uh -huh. and he managed to get on there too so i was like dang like now it's getting to the point where you're starting to see a lot of friends you know um, yeah. from different areas so that that's that's super neat and obviously everything's elevating right like all the all the builds the progression is just it's getting insane more and more yeah. um what do you find uh like challenging in a build what's something that that you feel like, all right, I need a, this is what I want to learn. Like, this is the next thing. Cause it, it, you find it challenging. Challenging for me is uh, hinges, definitely opening doors and um, stuff like that. Uh, opening trunks and stuff is um, pretty basic, but the challenging part would definitely be uh, opening doors, uh, hinging them and cutting them out. Cause you know, sometimes they get real thin by the pillars and stuff. And so that's when you just gotta <laughs> go get another kit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It's it yeah, every every kit's like different. The the mm -hmm. with hinging, the one I found the most challenging for myself was the Cadillac by Ravel, that lowrider Cadillac. Mm -hmm. I think it's an 80, an 83 or 84. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just because of the the way the, the the pillars, how they line up with the door. Like when you when you cut those out, those mm -hmm. pillars are not touching anything. Like they're just they're loose. Mm -hmm. So so it's like you have to run a wire inside of the 
the pillar and and you have to connect that to the body yeah and 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 then you cut out your door and and you have to create like all that piece you have to add styrene to to fill it in so you make it you know seem like it's all part of the body and i remember Mm -hmm. um uh like armando flores telling me you know you got to pay attention to the door too because does it go in the body or does it go outside of the body yeah. you know yeah. when you open doors and i was like damn you got me there because i didn't even think about that like yeah. i was already like well they're gonna go in and he was like no that car doesn't go in those doors don't go in so that's what we notice right as builders we we look at the real one-to-one scale cars and like mm-hmm. what oh, that's in the jam or yeah. that door goes out of out of the <laughs> That's how I like building Volkswagens because the hinge is pretty easy, right? If I'm going to open uh, up the door. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Um, I wanted to ask you, you, last year when you were out here in California, uh, you went over, remember that, that show I was telling you about in Long Beach? It was a one-to-one scale cars show. It was more like a JDM. Um, Definitely. Yeah, show. yeah. Tell me yeah. about that show. How was it? Oh, dude, that show was awesome. It was I only think that the humidity was crazy it was really hot but the jdm cars out there is just fabulous i was going nuts out there taking all kind of pictures and looking at the cars and didn't have enough time in the day for me to cover the whole show and just really look at everything and it was so crowded it was so crowded and oh cars out there are beautiful beautiful Man, yeah, dude, I, I wanted to go. The, that one that's coming up is uh, this year. I, yeah. I think it's gonna be in the same place. It looks yeah. like, and, and it's like all Toyotas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in like May. So that that's one I, I want to check out for sure. I'll definitely uh, want to go to that one because uh, I was looking uh, at that month and I was going like, all right, that weekend I'm pretty much free um, to go check that out right there. Let's meet up down there. I'll yeah, go I'm down. Yeah, um, yeah, because there there's a um, a couple friends that want to come out to that too. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be kind of cool if we could all link up out there. And, talking about it, right? Right. Yeah, now. even with Matt, Matt, um, he was one of the previous guests. He was the one who brought it up to me mm-hmm. about it because I had no idea. And he's like, "Yeah, I'll be coming out for that show." And then once I started looking into it, I was like, "Yo, like I want to go to that show now." <laughs> so do I. <laughs> <laughs> It, look, it looks pretty cool. And, um, know. you know, you have some model cars there with you. Um, can we start, for the viewers that are watching right now, if you could start with one of your, your models, whichever one that you want to start with to show us. Um, and then I'll, I'll put the focus on you. So this way um, you could tell us a little bit about, about the model build. Okay, well... I'll, I'll show the uh, Mercedes, the S-Class first, because that's the one I built for a, a build-off. Yeah, yeah, on. let's check it out. Yeah. So, real talk, I have the real one-to-one car like this, but different wheels. I'm sure you've seen it. But this one, um, the wheels came from... Uh, was it scale production? Scale production. I got the wheels from the Carson. The blue tint is that uh, Hasegawa blue tint film. The interior is done in red. I did it in red. And the car is just slammed. I, the stance is important, right? For it. 
the hood actually opens up, but that might be a task. <laughs> so this car, I actually started off in black, but then I went with a two-tone later. Um, you know, to save time because it was time build up. I used the rattle can. This is a rattle can thing. But this one's cool. I also redid another uh, Mercedes, uh, the candy red one. That one seemed to be having um, pretty popular actually on Instagram because it was a rebuild and I had to strip the paint off and respray re it. But this one's like a candy red. I don't know if you can really see the candy on it. I got a carbon fiber roof going on it. Um, some bride seats. I think the, the seats also came from uh, Scale Productions, maybe? Yeah. This is pretty cool. I think I might have actually got the uh, carbon fiber from you. Man, that's pretty dope, dude. I was just like checking that out, you know. Um, so the first the first car you were showing us, um, you have that in a one-on-one scale. Yeah, I do. It's clean, man. That thing's clean. I like that, especially like the stance, like you said. It it is it is important. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's freaking yeah. cool, man. So one -one. how long, how long oh. does this one take you to, to finish? This one was quick because um, this was for a build-off, right? Mm -hmm. well, I also did carbon fiber on the roof, too. It's awesome. Um, nice. The month that the build-off time was an online thing. Uh-huh. Um, was for a build-off. I forgot what build-off it was, but it was coming down to crunch time. And I don't know, man, I just had to cram on that one. Yeah, just like work it. I know. I know. But I, I didn't like that uh, rush rush feeling to mm -hmm. get a build done um but it was an experience I, I don't know if i'll commit to another build off but it was fun though it really tested your skills <laughs> yeah that's what i always hear um you know from people that do the build offs um mm -hmm. you know whether you know the they're just the, the experienced modeler or or them even just coming back into it mm -hmm. it's, it's always like that challenge of like it tests you, you know. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I kind of get from it, and um, and some people love it because they learn stuff. But then some people are like, nah, nah, like that was just too much for me. Yeah, because it's it's a little overwhelming. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. you, you to, uh, find out what kind of skills you got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. It's you know I I've um, I remember one time doing like this uh, this Cadillac. And and it was for Cadillac Fest, and Armando was doing this display, and mm. I was getting that that car ready for him for the event, and and it was a custom car, lawyer paint job, and everything. But man, it it was a uh, it was pretty stressful. That was like the most like stress stress I've ever felt like doing a, a build. That I remember at the very end, like everything was starting to come together, and and at the very end. You know, like anything, when you feel like you're at the finish line and you're doing the last things, it's when like 
things start to fall apart. <laughs> and, and things started to fall apart. Things weren't going correctly anymore. And I was just like, dude, like, like I'm drained, but I, I, I can't go to sleep. Like, I got to finish this car because in the morning, there's no time. I have to get up and I have to, like, drive. And I think it was about almost a two-hour drive uh, from where I was coming from at that time. So I knew that I wasn't going to be able to work on it at all. It needed to be done that night. And I finally just winged it, got it done, and it was uh, ready for the show. But when I was done with the show, I just remember putting the model back in the box. I didn't even want to look at that car for months. I was, I was like, over it. I was like, dude, I already know that if I take it out, things are going to fall apart. And I'm not even in the mood to, like, like fix it, you know? So I had to take a break away from it, but I was telling myself, you know, I, I don't like feeling rushed like this, but nobody was rushing me. It was more myself who was rushing myself because, you know, I was like, yeah, I'll get it done between this time and this time. And I needed a bigger time frame, and, and I didn't, you know, I, yeah. I put myself in that position and I was like, damn, dude, this is, this was hard for sure. Isn't there a build up going on right now too? Yeah, I mean, there's a like the model car build off, the now or never uh, build off. Like they have them, I would say like every couple months, mm. um, and and those are those are constant. Like yeah. they don't stop, and you know, and I always trip out. I always go, dang, like you know, because even um, the the hosts that are hosting it, they're they're a part of it. They're they're constantly doing, but mm -hmm. I do see the output. Like their their level of skills are just yeah he's climbing up that's what it was for it was a now i'll never build off import plastic <clears throat> mm -hmm. that's what the mercedes was for but oh nice some guys really had some real uh, nice jdm stuff mine was probably the only like european kind of vip style car yeah on yeah. that was a, but it turned <laughs> Can you show us some more of your uh, the builds that you have on there? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. We can go with the uh, the uh, M3 I got going on here. So this one actually I had it posted on uh, Instagram because my cat actually bit, bit off the side mirror. I don't know, if you guys remember me posting that, but. I found some different mirrors and I got them on there. Uh, the wheels are uh, the Aoshima 20-inch BBS wheels. Kind of did this one with a, a red interior also. I like the, the red interior to me really pops, especially on like a, a gray JDM kind of car kind of style. The finish came out really great on this. I know it seems like I got a lot of grays, but <laughs> the colorful stuff is in the mainland right now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as far as um, like the paint, what kind of paint are you using for these builds? Um, Tamiya paints. Nice. These are Tamiya you know, paints. The, like the, the rattle can? Yeah, so that was a rattle can gray also. Nice. Um, and as far as uh, like your clear coat um, on that, um, you know, I, I always hear different stories from people 
um, getting good results. Some people saying like they didn't get good results. What's your process like when you're spraying your, your clear coat with Rattlecan from Tamiya? Um, I think actually down, I use the different clear coat. I use the ultra high gloss from Mr. Hobby. Mm. That um, clear coat is fantastic. It's is it the, like the, the, it's kind of like a gray label uh, gray. Like, or tan kind of label that's on that. With like some Japanese writing on it, the Mr. Hobby mm -hmm. one. Yeah. The, the Rattlecan stuff that comes out of there is great. I mean, easy cleanup too, right? From a Rattlecan. Mm -hmm. um, you got to do, you got to, you got to um, put a couple coats on there though to get the sanding in. Yeah. Like the, oh, yeah. The 2K, the 2K clear is, is fantastic, but you do have to airbrush that stuff out. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the sand a little bit more intense of coming out of Radican because it's thicker. Mm -hmm. So you got to sand it a little more and polish a little more deeper. I mean, yeah. you try to try to shortcut it with the Radican instead of everything, and then I end up sanding it more and polishing it more. <laughs> <laughs> but if it really saves me on time or what, but um, yeah. I like it. No, that's cool. I mean, whatever, whatever works, you know, I, I know myself, like right now, as much as I would want to airbrush, um, I do have to like connect everything and kind of build the setup to, to do that. And right now it's a little harder for me just because of the space. Um, I, I don't have the, the, the proper space at the moment because I've been moving stuff around, but it, it's just been easy for me at the moment right now to like, if I need a primer or something, just get to me a primer and primer it real quick yeah. and Easy. if i need a if i need to paint something if i have the color of the can i could just spray it real quick and mm -hmm. and the paint it tends to dry fast yeah so i'm like all right cool and i just put it away um mm -hmm. but now I'm, I'm getting to the to the spot where i'm like all right cool now i have to clear coat it um mm -hmm. do do i just kind of wait this out like another week until i can clear coat it with airbrush or do I just kind of maybe just get one of the cans and just just do it, you know? That's you know, for me, it all depends on the mood I'm in to mm -hmm. when I'm ready to spray something. Yeah. <laughs> if if I'm lazy, of course I take the can out. But if I really want to get into it, then I, I use the airbrush. Like like the bug was all airbrushed. Um, uh -huh. I even found some pearls that had to airbrush that into the clear and uh, making the the Volkswagen was a process that copper bug. Let's see. I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm looking into the chat room right now. So we got uh, a question here. I'm gonna I'm gonna start reading off some questions. So this is coming from Cube Jam James. Um, he asks, "Is there something about German brands that captures your interest?" Um, it's it's something that's not common, I guess, is what I'm into. I mean, I, I like German cars myself. My my real car is like that one to one S class, the big body Benz. Um, it just has a different feel to it when you're building uh, European cars. But I also have like um, Japanese cars that I build too. I got another like Supra that I've done up here. Um, so it doesn't necessarily always have to be. Uh, European because I build all kinds of stuff. I started building um, street machine stuff early in my career modeling journey. 
Um, I got one of them here. So I also build American cars. This is a 65 Chevelle wagon that I really done up. I don't know if you can uh, see the motor detail on it here. I kind of got into it with this one and this one. This one did really well. It shows also the underneath chassis. So this one is fully wired and plumbed. Also, I don't know if you can catch the interior shots of the, the detail in there. But this car is great too. So uh, I built all kinds of stuff. I mean, I know the guys here are probably waiting for me to win another street machine. But right now my fancy is uh, imports. The Aoshima kits are fantastic right now. They go together great. Yeah, man, that looks nice. I, you could see the uh, engine detail in that, and even yeah. the interior as you were showing that, dude. That's 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 so dope. I um I saved some photos too that that um that you had sent me. Uh, I'm I'll, I'll play them. You know, I'll play them. In, I'll put them in the background. Um, because I was like trying to figure out like, all right, how am I gonna do this? So I could like showcase. The uh, photos, but then I managed to upload them. Awesome. Uh, let me see if uh, let me let me go to my settings here, so this way I can um I can load those up, and then um, because you do have some cars that are out here, but in, uh, in California, mm -hmm. um, and those are the ones that stayed behind from the uh, from the show. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Here we go. So we oh, have yeah. this one here. Um, let me that, see if I can uh, find a way to to hide myself from the camera. <laughs> That's the Porsche. That one. That one won the the first place up at Modelfest. the The body is from um, Chris over at C One Models. Um, the The kit uses the uh, the Tamiya Porsche, the yellow one, the GT three, I believe, and that. Resin body goes together real well. The wheels on that thing is um, came from JPS. JPS wheels. I know a Lionheart um, motoring was asking me about those wheels after the show. She came up to me. I was like, man, but you built that outstanding bullbug. <laughs> That's dope. There, I see you have the, the first place right there for this one. Yeah. And congrats. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show some more photos of this build. Mm -hmm. The undercarriage on that one, uh, I fully um, detailed the undercarriage, exhaust, everything on it. Yeah. Here we go. I tried to get some detail on it, right? Because there's no real, like, motor detail on, on the top. So I had to go underneath and really get into it um, down there. Yeah. A lot of masking on that one, too. Wow. To, to be able to paint all that, like the silver, like those lines and all that in the black with the yeah. blue. That's a lot of masking. I had to mask everything off the black, the silver, the blue, all separate. Wow. Oh. 
and then this was in this photo here we also have uh your this truck that you did <laughs> this was this uh dakota i remember i saw it, i was like i've never seen this car before but then when i saw your stickers uh yeah. with your logo that was there i was like oh dope yeah yeah what are your builds so, so greg from Monocars magazine he really likes that dakota he loved it i guess he had a one-to-one truck like that before back in the day but this this is a a pretty simple build pretty straightforward almost almost uh curbside slammer type category um build no, no motor it's just slam with wheels and good paint job on it it this kit goes together real well i don't I don't see this kit around anymore actually the dakota truck dude uh, I've, I've never seen this one before mm, really it's a it's an older kit it's an older kit i think the wheels i got from um oh was a snap together uh, it was a snap together kit, and I just had got another kit um, like it for the wheels from uh, uh, Randall Commando, right? He had one for sale, and I grabbed it. Um, who is it? What brand is who makes that kit? I think that kit was a Ravel kit back in the day. Back in the day, Ravel kit. Dang. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I'm gonna um uh, see. I have a photo here of your the bug. Mm-hmm. That 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 doom buggy. Yeah, the doom buggy. You the see doom the bug buggy. in the background, Ferdy. Yeah. But um, the doom buggy. Yeah, tell us about the doom buggy. The doom buggy really turns a lot of heads on that thing because of the the bright hot pink paint job, right? Um, yeah. The wheels, I, I don't think this guy is in business anymore. Was it's, it's all machined aluminum turned wheels uh, from JPS, JPS wheels back in the day. Uh, I fully wired and plumbed that motor too. I got some custom Hoy license plates made on that one. Mm, this was at, um, so, so this buggy is still up in the mainland and I'll probably take it to GSL probably with me. Or uh, maybe I hand it off to you. You can take it to SoCal. Because <laughs> that's I'm, running. I'm listening. down. Yeah, I'll, I could dig it. Mm. Display it right there. Yeah. Oh, so, tell yeah. us about the bug. Oh, so this, this, this bug was, uh, was a lot of work those those pop out side windows from um i got them from you again highlight model studio uh the the rear linkage and everything is all like detail mastered 3d printed carburetors uh, the wheels i got custom made from um cnk customs he machined the copper wheels for me and the actual the actual rims I got from scale productions um the the paint the paint is a was a copper actually from the testers copper spray can and I, I sprayed it out and airbrushed it and I clear coated it and I found some um uh, uh Mr. Hobby pearls is it and it comes in different pearl colors and I I was almost done with the bug and I found this pearl and I 
I shot it on the bug last minute and the pro just came out great on it. I got no chrome on this bug at all. I don't think so. Everything's blacked out. Yeah, it looks so good though, man. It uh it's really nice. Let me see if I find another uh like different angle. Yeah, it, it I get a lot of compliments on it. The hood actually opens, but it, it displays better, right? I think with the, the hood closed, the front hood. That's nice. And then we have um this is the one you had shown earlier. The Mercedes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a a redo. Cause I, I built this kit like years ago and I, I took it out and now you can't find this kit anymore. It's a Mercedes 300 CE from uh, Fujimi. And I found one on eBay. And the, the prices are just crazy for it. And maybe because it's an older kit. And like I had opened up the uh, the side windows on it so you can see the inside detail a little bit better. Um, carbon fiber roof. I really like how the, the candy red came out on this one. Wow, and then um, this is the one you showed earlier as well. Mm -hmm. So this is the, the uh, older kit, right? So that's the box art right there. And you know, you know what, what, what do you do with your old boxes, Edgar? What do you do with them? Like, you know, the, have, the, wow. Yeah, yeah, for, for me, um, for the most part, I've had to just toss them, to be honest. Like, right but yeah like let's say like this one right like that's like a vintage box yeah. art i keep yeah. that for sure like there's a kit that one of my friends gave me and mm -hmm. even that, that box art looks very vintage mm -hmm. and and that's i know a kit that i wouldn't throw away the box like i'd keep it especially because mm -hmm. my friend gifted it to me but just knowing that it's going to be really hard to to find that that box and it just looks it looks super cool the yeah. way it is um yeah. but as far as you know models that i see all the time and and mm -hmm. i just know like this is like a new one or whatever as much it's as wrong. i want to keep the box once i'm done i i gotta toss it because i don't have the room to yes keep. don't take up space i i know guys that they uh they break the boxes down they flatten them out but and they keep them mm -hmm. i was thinking maybe i did and have some kind of like filing system for old boxes you know but i don't, I don't know yeah having a hard time throwing away that box or these other boxes maybe so, they should um like i don't know when you were a kid if you collected like the uh those gi joe action figures and then on the back of the the card it would have like the the, the toy like the figures like code name mm. it, it's basically like a file card you would cut out that's what you would keep or whatever but it'd be kind of cool maybe on the box when you open it like cut out the side of the box or something box. Um, oh i have a like picture it. of you right here you can't see your face though but you're holding <laughs> the, the first place that's pretty cool though man now you got a lot of you got a lot of nice um model builds thank you thank you thank yeah. you thank you oh this is a clean shot right here yeah I, I'm gonna use that new stand that I got for you up in the Ventura. Yeah, like these, are, these are cool. These, these um those stands are from uh, Scale Motorsports. Mm -hmm. I made yeah. those. Those are yeah. those are super neat. Yeah, and puts you too right at the table. 
Yeah, they um, they come out nice. So let me see. Let me bring myself back up. That is the first time I do this with the display. I'm gonna have to do this more often. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. He had an older shot of the M3, and when it had the original mirrors on it, before uh-huh. my before my cat ate it. <laughs> Man, so it's it's crazy. I, I I wonder. I wonder. You know, he saw it, and he must have been like, you know what? He, he maybe he didn't like the mirrors. Maybe he, the cat's like, I'm gonna take the mirrors out. Maybe I don't know because you know I was <laughs> at it and I was like, hey, a mirror's missing. Like I looked all over for it, and I was like, yeah. the cat might have bit it off, and it, it's gone because. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of random. Yeah, it's a trip. Like I had, we have a cat here too, but he doesn't. Um, he he's already like old. He just sleeps all day. He doesn't do anything. Uh, but I still leave stuff out, and he he doesn't mess with any of my stuff. So so far, so far, these are the the empty spurs, empty ones that he like. Uh-huh. You know, I'm amazed. A lot of Mahlers got cats. You know, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's <laughs> no yeah they like to hang out um mm-hmm. you know even even back then when i was living you know with my parents back then we had uh some dogs some small dogs and they would just chill too like i guess mm-hmm. because i'm in the same room and they see that i'm not going nowhere and i'm just sitting there working on my stuff yeah um, they just kind of would just lay down and like just be chilling you know, but if they ever smell, like, let's say I, I bust out the glue or paint and they smell it, they didn't like it. <laughs> they would jam or they would already start kind of crying because of the yeah. smell, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh, man, it's probably hurting their heads because they're so small. <laughs> you know? sen- sensitive uh, smell, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a trip. And um, so so tell us about your plans uh, with GSL that's coming up. You're planning on going out there? Yeah, I, I already I already got I booked my hotel and flights and everything, and I'm I'm really torn about staying at GSL on the Sunday and heading down back down to Cali and doing the show on uh, the SoCal show. Um, but I'm thinking I'm gonna stay in Salt Lake because it's the last um show ever for gsl probably gonna stay up there and i found like some old um gsl memorabilia that i guess i've entered a gsl back in 99 um i have this one uh pontiac catalina kit i guess it was like a, a gift with a a sticker on it, a gsl sticker and some photo edge parts for it so i think man it's kind of a nostalgia show and I'll just stick around for the whole event. So that's how I was thinking. Maybe I just send, you know, a couple models of you down to SoCal, you know, put something on the table. Yeah. No, yeah, man. I mean, let me know. I'll, I'll be I'll be down uh, to do that, you know. And I know, I know you're going to be out in California. So when you're back over here, you know, I could always get them back to you. So that'll yeah. be cool, man. We go down to that uh, Toyota car show. Yeah, I mean, you know the, the the GSL. You know, it's crazy that it's happening in the same like weekend. Because you know, I've asked, I pretty much ask everybody, like, mm-hmm. you know, are you which show are you going to? You know, what are your plans? And you know, it's like some people are going to GSL, so other people are going to the SoCal Open. So, you know, the the cool thing is is that at least everybody's going to uh, a model car event that weekend. Mm-hmm. You know. That week- yeah, yeah. And it's going to be cool to see, like, the coverage, the photos that people post, because I feel like knowing that this is the last one out there, 
Uh, mm. There's going to be more photographs, more stuff, you know, put out there, videos and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of familiar faces, too, that you're going to see and, mm-hmm. and probably meet new people, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Meeting. Yeah. I just booked my tables too, my vending uh, tables for the SoCal Open. So I'll uh, I'll definitely be there the Sunday um, set up and all that right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, you know, I'm going to try to do my part to try to get coverage and, and step away from the table to go record like video. Yeah, you do great. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's not too far. Like, you know, we're in, we're already in March, but a couple yeah. months is like really nothing, you know. How is that um, swap meet out there, the SoCal one? It's pretty good. I mean, as far as, uh, you know, the the room, I would say it's it's like a, like a, like a, like the size of a gym, you know, like, like a, basically like a, like think of a gym with a basketball court inside from one side to the other. And then there's a stage um, and then all around, not on the stage part, but on the opposite end, all around is like vendors are set up. And then there's also um, the, the photographers like model cars, magazine set up there. And mm-hmm. then there's, you know, like the registration tables. And then in the center area is where all the tables are lined up for the participants. Um, you know, but then outside of that room there's a one-to-one scale like car show going on mm. so it's it's free to attend the event you know if you just want to view um you know everything from 101 scale to the one you know 24 125th scale cars yep. you, you could pretty much just walk around the whole premises and it's free parking's free and the only thing you would pay is is if you're going to participate as far as you know putting your model out or um vending you know those are like the only um the only things that that you know that they charge but other than that everything's like free as far as like to to go check it out yeah (laughs) yeah and like a lot of people roll up like early you know a lot of people get there early um especially uh when they're hitting up the swap meet you know because there's always going to be when you when you get there you get first dibs you know you find a lot of cool stuff in the beginning um yeah and and then little by little all that stuff starts to run out yes and um and just kind of go i'm gonna have to send you some photos from the last year just so you could kind of get an idea of the layout um in there um, but it, but it's nice. I mean, I, I've done it. I, I would say probably like uh, four times now. Like oh, that, wow. that show, yeah. And, um, and it's it's been cool. Like de- definitely, um, I always recommend it to people. And and I feel that since it's in Southern California, it's it's close to a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's just say people that live down in like San Diego, uh, you know, whether it's like Long Beach area or the Valley or Ventura County, it's it's a more centered area where everybody from Southern California can go to that. Because I know there's some friends of mine that are down in like San Diego area mm-hmm. and they can't make it to like NNL West because it's too far for them. Far, yeah. Way too far. Yeah, that would be like a nine to 10 hour drive. So I know. Yeah. Remember, because I was telling you I was going to drive up. He's like, you coming to Slice of the Pie? I was like, oh man. <laughs> I'm 
like five in the morning from where I'm at to drive up there to try yeah. and get there. How was um last year you went to the NNL, but it was yeah. like July or, or June? Yeah, so so that was that was great. The swapping there was great, the models are great. Um the 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 cars that were on the tables was outstanding. And that's that's where um it really opened my eyes up to the NNL West, because that was my first one that I went, that was last year. And I kind of got my arm twisted to go by Greg again. He's like, man, you gotta go, you gotta go, because he was going. And so we went up there and I went, I went up there with uh, Gil too, it was Gil, Greg and me we went up there and was just was just like, wow, eye-opening, very eye-opening that um, the culture is like huge. Right, I I didn't expect it. I was blown away. I had to buy extra suitcase because I bought so much kits <laughs> at the swap meet. I was like, "Wow, outstanding!" Man, that's dope. Yeah, you know, this for myself. This was like the the first one in a long time that I had gone to. Um, you know, before the the pandemic and all that. Like it had been a while since I had gone to one. Maybe like twenty nineteen. And, wow. and just going back again, it was fun, you know. Yeah. Like, like when when the show was over and everything, and and I was just mm -hmm. like packing everything up, and and you know, even outside, I was hanging out with Wes and mm -hmm. another friend, Al Camacho. We we're just kicking it, talking, and and it was like it just felt good not having a rush, like to get home or anything. It was just just kicking it. Yeah. And, and it, I had time to reflect on the event. And just uh, really take it in, being like, man, like th this was a, a a really cool event. I had fun. I mm -hmm. got to see, you know, friends and just people that I communicate with online. And then I got to also meet you in person. And there's a, oh. there's a couple other people too that like came in um, mm -hmm. from out of town. So that was, you know, that was that was a good opportunity to be able to like be under the same roof. And yeah. Where I'm like, yo, I need to come back again, you know? That's good. That's awesome. That's yeah. really good. Plus, you had Sam there, right? From Splash Paints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam, that was the first that was the first time meeting him too. That was even right uh, there. Up too, you know. Yeah, and I mean, there were I, I wish um it was one of those things where when I had booked the the table, I only booked one table, right? But mm. uh, for being there and just seeing the size of the table and everything, I was like thinking, damn, for with all the stuff I brought, I should have got two tables. I got three. <laughs> just spread it out more, you know? Because <laughs> it, it felt very like condensed, mm. like, you know, and um, but but that was a thing. It was like testing the waters, like trying to see how it was gonna be. But now that I saw it, like, all right, cool. For the next time, I at least gotta get two. So this way we all have space and I, I'll be able to bring more product because i was very limited on the colors of paint uh -huh. um, even though you know i had more in different colors in inventory i couldn't bring it all because i didn't have the space because i already knew i'm gonna bring this i'm gonna bring that and that's kind of always the the issue sometimes it's like trying to wrap your head around what am i gonna bring yeah yeah like at, at the um model fest man you should have brought some um import kits for you yeah did you notice i didn't bring any at all I, like, no kits no no yeah so from you remember yeah, i tell you 
Oh, I was, was the thing. I, I was, but then I was like, wait a minute. Like, I've done Model Fest so many times. <laughs> and I remember the last couple of times I brought import kits. And, like, it was kind of like whatever, you know? I had, like, it was more like people were more interested if I brought, like, because I had brought a lot of open box kits from personal collection that I just was, like, not going to work on anymore. Okay. And and people were like, I'll take all these. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I was like, cool. Like, hopefully you could finish it, you know? Give, yeah. it, give it life. Yeah. <laughs> space for you. <laughs> yeah, and more space for me, you know? I was like, all right, cool. But um, for this one, I was just like, you know, I'll, I'll bring, like, some tools and, and like, other accessories. But, mm -hmm. um, but we'll see. I mean, there's always next year. Did you see he already had the flyer out for the next year? No. Yeah, when I was leave when I was leaving, I was like looking at the table with all the flyers, and then I was like, "Dang, he already has the the flyer for 2024." Wow, I yeah. know they have uh, flyers over there on that their reception table. Yeah, yeah, they were all right there. Like when you when you would walk in to pay or leave, um, they started busting out with. Uh, there was another flyer I got. Um, I'll have to take a photo of it and send it to you, but it, it looks like it's going to be a model event in September. I had never heard of it, and I don't really know, you know, if it's big, small, or like if they've been doing this one. But uh -huh. I just, I just that day when I walked out, I got a flyer for it, and I was like, "What the heck?" And um, it, it's in Oxnard, but it's in September, and I was like, "That's that's odd." Like I never knew there would be a show there. Uh, I had never heard of a show being in Oxnard, so um i don't know we'll, we'll see i'm trying to find research to see if there's been a previous shows on it but yeah. i can't find anything right now wow is, is there a lot of shows that go to, goes on in um california like that like every month or? um i would say like every uh once like the summer hits mm -hmm. like once like after may i would say you know there's at least going to be one maybe every month every couple months There'll be something going on. I know there's going to be one uh, Orange Con. The mm. I haven't gotten the the dates yet on when, but that's another show I'm I'm going to plan on um, attending and being at. Yeah, I'm just trying to plan, you know, too. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll let you know uh, once I find out ahead of time because you know it it'd probably work out best if you book you know like your flight tickets in case if you're in Hawaii. But if you're here, perfect. You know. You <laughs> You could just cruise up. I know. I know. I think May, I got to stay the whole month there. <laughs> <laughs> For real, dude. That's crazy. Let, let me uh, let me check on the chat. Um, man, let, let me do some shout outs here. So we got Model Car 1589, uh, Tuned In, Chip a TV, uh, Katsu Sauce. Dan, what's up? Uh, let me see. Dave McGowan and uh, Styrene Sleds. Yeah, Cyrene Sleds, he was there in Ventura at the mm -hmm. show. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Shout out Slowly Models, uh, Nikki Larson. Nice. Nice, nice. That's cool. And then also Greg. Shout out to Greg. <laughs> Model Cars Mag right there. That's cool. <laughs> so, so like for... For this year, what plans do you have as far as builds? Like, have you kind of pre-planned, like, what builds you want to, uh, you know, pretty much complete for the year of 2023? Yeah, um, so I, I started working on that Aoshima 
uh, Celica. I just got the the first uh, cure coat on it. This is my paint stand, by the way. Shout out here. <laughs> I like it because of the, the thin um, neck. And so it kind of fits the kits on there really well. So this is a uh, high gloss black. Uh, the first clear coat's on there. Uh, I'm thinking uh, I'm going to put, you know, the old school TRD colors on the back. I, I hit up uh, Splash Paint to see if he has the, the closest matches for the old school TRD colors. It's like a, a red, an orange, and a yellow. So I don't know how I'm going to get that paint scheme going because it just looks so black right right now uh trying to finish this um i started on that um the lexus the celsius the new one the one that um was back ordered uh just took down out there's a lot of um pieces for that that has to go on the, the body kit the rear bumper front bumper uh, wing that uh, that all gets painted separately mirrors so there's a lot of detail on that um, that's 100% VIP style on that that build there. Well, I, I've always wanted to get into that Liberty Walk uh, Lambo. I see that a lot. That's what I actually bought that uh, Millennium Jade uh, from you at NNL West for the Lambo. Uh, Got to get that going too. Um, that's a... Maybe some other Volkswagen down the line, get that going. I like to build Volkswagens. Nice. I was gonna ask you about that. Like the like mm -hmm. that paint that you got at the show. Did you mm -hmm. did you um fly with that paint back home? So it, it'll make it on the check-in because it's just under the the amount, right? That you can fly oh, with like that. the size. Yeah. Okay. Those models work out great. I can take Dang. them. Out. Cause I was thinking about that. I was going like, I was going to tell you like, dude, do you want me to just ship it to you? Because I was like, I don't know how you're going to do it. And you're like, no, no, that's cool. I was like, I was like, all right, he knows. He knows. Yeah. I don't know. I can, I can take that on my check-in cause it makes the, the minimum fluid amount, right. On the, they can yeah. take on carry on. So it works <laughs> out great as much pain yeah. as they want. <laughs> as long as they don't want to combine the fluid amount. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, it kind of it's almost like um, like back then, like back in the day, it would suck like buying like a big bottle of cologne. Yeah, and then and then you like you just bought it. It's like eighty bucks, and then you walk through, and they're like, "Oh, you can't go through that." They gotta like toss it. Yeah, damn, yeah. I just bought that. Oh, that just happened to me, man. Um, I went to uh, Trader Joe's. You know, there's no Trader Joe's down here, right? So mm -hmm. I bought my buddy a, a brand new peanut butter, sealed. In my carry-on, they went TSA went straight for that peanut butter, took it, and that was I was like, "Oh man, that's brand new." Maybe the guy was hungry or something. I don't know. <laughs> right? But, yeah, they probably come up. They're like, yeah, they toss it all crazy, but they would see Jan and I like, get it, and they're like, "Dude, I'm yeah. gonna this home." Because it's sealed, right? Like, oh mm -hmm. man, <laughs> man, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm always like, like, um, I'm kind of. You know, already kind of thinking like, all right, what am I? Gonna, I gotta, I gotta see what I'm gonna take, what I can't take on this trip. You know, that way, uh, I don't get nothing tossed. I know, and um, I was, I was getting a little concerned, you know, with buying like tools and stuff from, from you up there, because you know, it would be like pointed, right, like sharp 
objects. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. You know, that was a, a concern of mine, but um, Greg told me when he goes to the airport and he has that kind of iffy uh, items. Hobby knives and all that, yeah. He'll stick it in an envelope, a postal envelope, and mail it to himself back home. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's a great yeah, idea. I mean, yeah, that, that would be the, the best way is just to ship it, you know? Because um, yeah. I've had some people ask me, like, hey, you know, have you considered coming out to our, to my state to do a show to vend? And I'm thinking, like, damn, that's far. I haven't really thought of it, but I'm just thinking it's far. And I'm thinking, like, all right, if I did it, how would I do it? Like, would I drive? Would I carry this stuff there? Or would I fly? But I know flying wouldn't make sense, like, to bring stuff. So I started to think, like, maybe... I was like, how do these people do it, you know? And I was just thinking, like, huh, I wonder if, like, ahead of time, like, let's say one of my friends that's going to the show, I'm like, yo, I'm just going to mail you a couple boxes of stuff. You can do and that. Then I'll just show up at the show, and then I'll, you know, I'll vend or whatever. And then once it's done, then I'll just ship it back home. Whatever's left, you know? We can experiment. You can try out here the whole yeah. Dude, yeah. I mean, you never know. I mean, because I've been thinking about that. Like, how would I even do it? Like, what would make sense? Because I know there's no way I could bring all that carry on. And then they're going to be like, oh, let's open this up. Let's see what's in here. And then they're like, dang, what's all this stuff? Why is it the same? What are you doing? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should try it. I know we're going to have another white and then now probably in October again. Nice. Let me uh, give out some shout outs to, uh, yeah. we have someone all the way from San Diego, David Ambrose tuned in. And then let's see, um, L2, the B, I don't, I don't know who that is, but he's, he's on here. I think he might be one of your friends. <laughs> talking about, they're talking about the GSL on here on the chat. So oh. that's, that's pretty cool. Right there. You know, most of the guests that I have on the podcast, it's like a later time, right? But for you, it's different. It's an earlier time because you're in Hawaii. What time is it right now? Uh, 9.20. Dang. And over here, <laughs> it's like it's like 11.30. Now it's re the roles are reversed, yeah. you know, as far as that time. <laughs> Dang. And I always feel bad, too, because I'm always like, man, like, you know, my guests, sometimes it's super late for them. Yeah. But, I'm always uh, happy that they come through, you know, mm -hmm. on, mm -hmm. onto the podcast. So, yeah, this is the time that people would probably listen to podcasts, right? Anyway, yeah, yeah, finding yeah. something, something to like tune into. That's cool. Um, have you traveled? Um, is there other states that you've traveled to model shows besides California? No, actually, um, I've I've sent by mail um some stuff in the past um now i've only been to california and the the, the shows here on the west coast uh gsl south lake I, I don't know what other shows maybe nnl east that that could be a possibility too you know something down there yeah isn't that one in uh the nnl east in april yeah yeah, that's that's coming up. I've heard a lot of cool things about that show. That it's a really big show. Um, okay. One one that's further out, but I believe from what I've heard, it's going to be like in that weekend of like Halloween. Is the Acme show, the Atlanta show? 
Um, have you ever considered going to one of the Acme shows? Is that a lot of um, car builds there? So I, I was thinking that's like a lot of military stuff. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't been out there. Yeah, no, there, there's a lot of cars. But I'm not sure if there's military. Uh, but I, from what I've seen, a lot of my friends, when they've gone, they've shown me video and like just coverage. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of their photos, there's a lot of cars. Mm. But, but who knows? Maybe there is military. They just don't take those photos <laughs> on that side, you know? I, don't, I really don't know. But um but yeah there's definitely uh a car presence for sure at that at that event it's it's exciting to travel and to go lay your models on a table and see what everybody else got Mm -hmm. Uh, that's really fun and then you know the swap meet's always great yeah yeah that's always the 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 fun one right there is like hitting up the the swap meets because even like mm-hmm. before, before I was ever like vending or anything, I would go to a show and and it's just fun finding a kit or just finding something you've been looking for. And you're like, <laughs> ooh, it's right here, you know? Yeah. It's, it's always nice. And next thing you know, you're walking out of there with like a huge like tra- <laughs> trash bag full of kits. And, <laughs> and you're yeah, like, dang. Like, where, where do you store your kits? Do you, you keep them like in... In the garage, in the closet, or where do you keep your model kits? I got I got some still in um, boxes, and I got some on shelves. I got I got kits all over. I got kits in my parents' house still. Mm-hmm. They, they nagging me about it, like get this out of here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have they ever told you? Like, hey, you got it. When are you gonna get come pick these up? Yeah, you know, and I've got like builds um, over at my parents' house too, like in in a glass case like from when i used to really be active more oh, time yeah, yeah yeah um some really cool stuff i was just looking at it the other day and i got old kids too up there um probably not gonna sell i've been trying to make room for these new kids that are coming in you know it's something like you need space but um, i just pretty much store model kits on the shelf i like to look at them you know it's, it's cool to look at them if you put them away, you kind of forget about them, right? And they end up with two or three of the same ones. That's why. Yeah. Have you uh, have you kept all your kits, like from? I wish. I, yeah. I wish. Dang. You... Be like gold right now, man. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. even find. Them. I mean, if you find uh, a really old kit from like my childhood, they cost like hundreds of dollars, you know, because I used to build like a lot of. Uh, funny cars back in the day funny car kids uh-huh. the kid and i can't find those anymore man yeah yeah it's a trip how like that happens you know the the kids on a lot of them a lot of these vintage ones start to go up in price and even let's say some of the import ones they might be out of print for a while and though the value goes crazy up like the prices right like on ebay yeah. And then later, later it gets announced, oh, we're reprinting it like 10 years later. <laughs> and, and then now, it, yeah, it kind of dips down. And then now you're like, all right, cool. I got a, I could get a new one now with yeah. fresh, fresh styrene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just hope it gets better, but yeah. maybe put together. Uh-huh. No, yeah. Have you ever um, considered, you know, making a trip out to Japan? to go to the hobby stores and you know like just... i've actually 
I've, I've been and it's crazy because they got like a um, department store and the whole floor is just like toys, right? It's toys that we play with. It's toys and you just kind of go nuts because you don't know what to get. There's just so much product of different stuff and different rims and tires and different parts and pieces after market parts. You, you, you would go nuts. You go nuts. But as far as like a, a job, because, you know, we see the Japanese builders, yeah, on um, Twitter or whatever. Um, and they build like great stuff. Like, wow. But I, you don't see anything about like the the stuff that they use. You know, like what if, what brand are they using? Like if they use Tamiya, Mr. Javi, Fujimi. Um, that's, that's the part I, I'm curious about. Um, what they're using out there in Japan. Yeah, like it always seems to be uh, like a mystery. Um, yeah. Because you do see the models, like the results that they come out with, and you're like, damn. And then, you know, here and there, you'll see a little hint of something, but it's not really, you don't really get to see the, ma you know, the magic. It's I think uh, like, oh, she just released some kind of, video right maybe a couple weeks ago of the the process of how they they build a kid and pack the kid and ship yeah. it that so that was really interesting yeah i've noticed uh maybe within the last uh month or maybe the beginning of the year they've either they got like a new pr team or mm -hmm. something but they've kind of like changed uh the the way of like promoting their brand and they're yeah. starting to show you more internal of what is going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And you see they're putting the kids together, like, oh yeah. man, how that job. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and and it's it's like um I, I wonder how many years of experience those guys had to have to be in that position, right? I, I know. I and, know. Um, yeah, and it, and it's it's cool because you you feel now you get to see who you know some of the employees and you start to yeah. feel a bit more connected now to the brand because that you start is. to see um you know that that these people are passionate about what they do and, and they enjoy their job because there's you know there's, there's some companies that are kind of a bit of a mystery mm -hmm. like you know you don't really see too much behind the scenes content from like fujimi or hasegawa you just you don't I, I feel like aoshima right now is the one that's putting themselves out there you're seeing who the ceo is mm -hmm. um you're seeing you know who, who's in charge of like doing the artwork behind like the boxes and everything and then they release content right on social media there. yeah yeah they're starting to to do a lot more of that because th there's only so much you can do with just posting a photo of what's coming what's coming what's coming right yeah. A stock photos or their artwork but now once you start showing this it changes the whole thing now it has a bigger like an impact in there that's why hopefully the american companies catch on you know yeah yeah um, yeah or something that would be really cool yeah if anything i feel like um companies need to kind of look at that as like a blueprint and just kind of see like pay attention like see what kind of effect that has that they go man you know what we need to change and do something similar or or do our own take on it because you know we you need to connect with your customers you know yeah. you need to, with your fan base 
um, in, in there uh, because it, it's it's just it, it's really hard to support something that you don't even know who the person or, or who who the people are running it. You know? Yeah. It's um it's tough. I mean I mean we still do it though. You know we buy brands of stuff or whatever we want, but it it just makes it more special when we get to kind of see and then eventually meet uh the people who are doing it you know mm -hmm. but, but it's interesting though seeing seeing those videos that they uh, that content that they're putting out right now yeah, that's why it's great um working with you and ordering stuff from you um because we know like you're a, a real person right and you get the product to us like really quick unbelievable oh, thanks, man. really really fast really fast like i think i even told you uh at the last show I ordered something for me and I didn't even open it yet. It's back home and I'm still out here. <laughs> you got, it got to your house and you're already at the show here. Yeah, I didn't even open it. I opened the box later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right on, dude. That's cool. Yeah, like I, I'm like right now, I'm just like thinking like, all right, I know I'm going to be gone soon. Yeah. So I, I need to just whatever comes in, I need to get it out before I leave. Mm -hmm. But and I, and I was thinking about this at first. I was thinking, all right. Uh, maybe I won't close the online store. Like, I'll go on vacation and I'll leave it on. So when I come back, I fulfill the orders. But then I said, no, nah, I can't do that because then I'm not in, on vacation. I'm Right. I'm oh, right. Working. I'm still working, you know, because I'll be checking my emails. And if something comes in, I'll be like thinking about it. Yeah. And I'll be like stressing about it. Like, oh, man, I need to be home because I need to get it out. And I'll be feeling bad. Like, I can't even ship it out because I'm not home. You're growing, growing. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just, it, it's it's no big deal. Like, I just just close it, like, from, like, a week when mm -hmm. I'm gone. And I'll just reopen the online store when I get back. And then whatever comes in is cool, you know? Like, it, it, it needs to happen. I just don't want to, um, like, stress on anything. And then I don't want, um, like, I don't know. Because I, I, I've ordered stuff, you know, from stores. And, and it sucks when you order and, and you have to wait a week. And then your stuff goes out, like. Oh, and then, I and, and I like getting stuff out quick. You know. You do. You get and, stuff out. And I'm just like, I don't want to have that responsibility knowing that I'm not even at home. I'm like somewhere else, like, you know. So I rather just, I rather just close up for the week. <laughs> and yeah, you gotta right from work and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not gonna. I don't want to be like checking anything. Mm -hmm. I just kind of want to like um, absorb. Uh, what what's in front of me where I'm at you know that'd be like a whole a whole different vibe you know I, I definitely want to like uh record video and take photos of stuff and and especially if I'm gonna be hanging out you know meeting mm -hmm. up with the 124 Eternals crew out there um I gotta get some auto car content from them yeah you know photos and the you know video of their builds and hopefully some interviews as well even if they're in spanish i gotta get the interviews you know they got um, like you got some dope really cool stuff out there um yeah. let's see is, is there any um uh, any any shout outs ryan that you want to give out before we wrap up this episode uh shout outs to just the whole community in general um the the hoy guys uh they give me a lot of support like if i need parts we do like we have a facebook group do shout outs and we get like tires whatever definitely model cars magazine um greg's like a tremendous help to me uh, good inspiration and just the other um 
builders that are out there that are just like on top of it. The Aoshima Global official guys, they're just fantastic. Lots of inspiration comes from them. And you, of course, you just keep, keep the products coming out. And so you got to, you forcing us to get it done. <laughs> That's great. <too. laughs> All right on, dude. No, thanks. Yeah, man. I mean, th thank you for uh, being on this episode. This was, this was awesome. We'll definitely do a future one as thank well. You. And uh, I look forward to seeing you out here in Southern California. Um, we'll definitely link up and we got to hit up that Toyota event. Yeah, here, you know, because I'm sure there's going to be some really interesting cars that we're going to see, uh, probably take some notes on things or photographs, you know, um, mm -hmm. because, it, you know, any car show you go to, you're going to get some inspiration. Yeah. And yeah. some ideas. And, and it's crazy when you see a, somebody that did it and they did a combination of something we didn't even think about. And you go, damn, yeah. all right. I like that col color combo or I like those wheels on that car, you know. All, yeah. those, uh, all those little things transpire from there yeah. so but thank you man thank you all the way from hawaii you're the first first guest from hawaii <laughs> that's awesome dude and um and i also want to give a shout out to all the people that uh you know have been with us from the beginning of the episode till now um <laughs> you know and and i don't know i have to i have to go back in the chat and kind of read it because like i feel like there was like conversations or or just comments on here but that's cool it's all that's good awesome. that's awesome well thank you thank you ryan uh hope you have a good night and uh, we'll stay in touch man definitely cool oh and, and before i forget bam thank you for this too damn <laughs> dope 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 coffee right here from hawaii so all right man thank you okay. have a all good right. night Peace out. you too thank you bye